And seeing as how you two are such close friends of mine, I'd just as soon not take a commission on selling your apartment. Company policy though, can't waive that, but in this case, really wish I could. Welcome in to the Bro 4 Squad podcast, where we're just a bunch of bros drinking beer and talking movies. This is episode 129, and a very spooky episode it is. It's another one of our... Oh my god. Another one of our Halloween specials. I'm your host, the Mayor Jeff Hornacek, and before we get into the movie discussion tonight, let's go around and meet the fellow bros. First, we go to our legal counsel, Ronnie Cycli. Cycli, now that we have you on retainer, I'm looking forward to suing any kids who fuck with my house this Halloween. So, I need to ask, what kind of airtight waiver can I make anyone who trick-or-treats at my house sign to sue their ass for all they've got? I, I really hate to tell you this, uh, but Halloween is actually one night a year. Anyone can do anything they want to anyone's house. So, I just, I'm, you just gotta let it happen. So the purge is a documentary, is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah, on just on Halloween, absolutely. That's the first day of law school. I'm surprised I never told you about that. <laughs> Guys, first off, <laughs> nothing you're about to learn in this class applies on Halloween. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> and next we go in the paint to our enforcer Matt Geiger. Geiger, all Hallows Eve is kind of like Christmas for someone like you who goes around looking for a fight. So when you find yourself at a Halloween party this year, what's one way to make sure you kick the shit out of someone in a costume that you know will make for the best story later on? You know, Jeff, it sucks. And I hate to be the the downer, you know, here. And maybe 2020 has finally gotten to me, but Halloween was always about trying to fend somebody so they come up to me and cause a fight, and then I fight them. But, I mean, you take away blackface, I can't dress as Native Americans anymore or Washington Reds. I can't do anything. I can't even cross-dress. So, uh, you know, maybe I'll just hit on someone's girlfriend, but that's that's not tis the season. That's like watching a baseball movie on Christmas. So I'm I'm open to ideas if you want to comment below. I'm open to anything. So based on that, what's the season where you hit on someone's girlfriend? Like, when's that one? <laughs> Valentine's, that's obviously. every season except for Halloween, because usually you can just offend somebody with your outfit. So, uh, you know. It's true. I don't know. I'm it's I'm all, lost for words. You know what a classic is though? You fight the guy who is wearing your same costume. That's a classic. Yeah, absolutely. They're like, well, one of us has to fucking change. You're like, well, not really. I mean, we can both just wear it. All right. Well, if you guys have not listened to our show before, even if you have, we start every episode off with the most important thing in any bro's life, and that is chest day. Our chest day today, tis the season, sort of. In Bro 4 Squad tradition, we are introducing a new movie game just in time for the spooky Halloween season. This one is very cleverly called Trick or Treat. Guys, if you have a better title, send it oh to us. Oh my god. We don't have money for like focus groups or marketing, so that's what we came up with. Except hopefully when this trick or treating is over, I won't be crying into a pillowcase looking at only Juji Fruits because my neighbor tripped me on purpose and took all the chocolate from my bag. Here's how the game works. Cycli and Geiger have each been given a list of I had 20 movies written down, but I added a couple in there. Um, <laughs> they're all real. Yeah. Okay, what? They're all real okay. movies. Okay, so we have a list that's incomplete, is what you're telling me. No, I added to it, is what I'm saying. That we okay. I'm How nervous. is it incomplete? I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I was yeah, just wondering. Yeah, like I'd pick in... one. They're like, that's not even a real movie. I made it up. <laughs> no, they're all real movies. Sadly, okay. some of the titles. So they have a list of, I guess, 22 movies in a movie bank. What is going to happen? is I'm going to read them the plot synopses of nine different movies, and they will each have to guess what the movie is based on the plot synopsis from the list of movies that they have. 
Uh, I will redact names and locations that might give it away. For example, if the movie were Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakle, oh. and the plot synopsis were to say, Alvin... Hold Simon... on, I have it tattooed on my back. One second. <laughs> like a motherfucker. And the plot synopsis were to say, like, Alvin, Simon, and Theodore return for this sequel, then I would redact the names when reading the plot synopsis. Just not to give it away. I have a question, sir. Sure. Um, how, how do we, are we going to be like, I get to go first, and if I don't get the answer, he goes, and then he goes next, or are we just both blurting out answers? Good question. I'm going to let you each guess for all nine of the movies, and after you've both guessed, I will reveal if you got it right or wrong. Oh, I see. Okay. If you get it wrong, it's a trick. If you get it right, it is a treat. Person so we can say the same thing. Sure, you could definitely. Oh, guess. Okay, I'm just gonna match him on all of them, so I can't lose. Well, you're a horror connoisseur. <laughs> I think it should go the other way around, but that makes for a great podcast. Look, I'm a soccer fan. I'll take a tie any day. <laughs> Let's, yeah, just, just match the NFL Sunday bets from the with the hobo that lost his house. Good plan, cycling. He's due. Hey, guy, He's due to hit that any time. Come on. Yeah, that guy's due for a burner any day. It's his time. Also, I will say, I, even though, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, last thing, I have decided you each get a, a bit of a, a bonus or a help. We'll call it uh, an extra piece of candy Ooh. one time throughout the entire game. If you choose to use your extra piece of candy, I will either read you the top two build cast members for the movie, or I will give you the year that the movie came out and the plot synopsis. Let's say if you want to use that, it has to be after the other person has guessed, or at least I won't give you the hint until after the other person has guessed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So the highest possible score would be a 9 out of 9. If you get that, you probably cheated and fuck you. <laughs> Are you ready to play for the first yes. time ever with some guaranteed hiccups? Trick or treat? I'm scared, but yeah. Could be such a pussy, dude. But it's Halloween, man. I'm scared. All right. Your first movie, the plot synopsis is... These are all according to IMDb. So if someone out there is like, excuse me... <laughs> This is what the DVD says. Actually, so. Jason Voorhees didn't show, press himself to the fifth movie. <laughs> um, all right. The first plot synopsis is, quote, five interwoven stories that occur on Halloween. An everyday high school principal has a secret life as a serial killer. A college virgin might have just met the guy for her. A group of teenagers pull a mean prank. A woman who loathes the night has to contend with her holiday-obsessed husband. And a mean old man meets his match with a demonic, supernatural being. Wait, this what? is one movie? Yeah, cycling. <laughs> go first. It's five <laughs> interwoven stories. I would say read the list. Again, but we'll lose listeners. So. I mean, I have my answer if you want me to go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sure, I, I think, think it's scary stories you tell in the dark. That sounds like a um, yeah. he's not that end of you type movie where there's 80 fucking things going on. That's a great analogy, actually. I know so I'm going make... to pick that. I'm going to go the same because I'm looking at the list. I'm not trying to, I, joking aside, I'm not going to copy on all of them, but I, I was, that's what exactly what I was looking at on the list. I've never heard of this movie, but everything else I can't think of. So, so you both say scary stories to tell in the dark? Yeah. Yeah. What if like four guesses in, Cycli has still copied Geiger every time? He's saying, I'm <laughs> I swear. <laughs> like, yeah, you haven't stopped. And at the end, he picks a different one where basically Just he see. stops me, then kicks a field goal and wins. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. Well, for both of you, I didn't make that a trick. You're wow. Will you tell us? The movie is Trick or Treat. Oh. From 2007. One. And it stars Geiger Couple X-Men alumni, Anna Paquin, <laughs> who of course is Rogue, uh -huh. and Brian Cox, who's one of the 14 uh -huh. people to play Striker. That's surprising. 
I believe that's strength. Brian's banner striker, though. That's who he claims. Aren't they all his striker? <laughs> <laughs> Banner's like, tune in next week for my striker rankings. For like Hashtag not my striker. Can we trim that, please? I mean, if anything. Let's Banner's like, the tr- strike ranking is as follows. People are like, please stop. No one Damn it. I thought that was a good... I, I, I thought that one made sense, likely. I, I don't yeah, know why I'm yeah. apologizing for you. You basically yeah. just fucking copied <laughs> Well, because this. I only get points based on if you get it. So you It's like the apologize. nerdy kid in school telling the jock, I'm sorry, I thought that was <laughs> square root of eight. You know I cheated off you. Why'd you miss that question? <laughs> you want me to be fucking ineligible for the big game? No, of course I don't want that. So if you guys want, you can mark trick or treat okay. off. Of your sheet. Also, okay. Matt, I know you and I love wordplay like this. How cool is it that instead of putting trick or treat, they just put the letter R in the middle of it? I, I oh hope during the uh, the ending it says trick or R treat, and the R was uh, in like the um, the sign okay. where you know it's rated R. So then when the trick and treat screen and it's rated r that'd be awesome that's cool what if the r is like a scythe like a knife and that's why they have it in the middle that'd be awesome too (laughs) we're getting some momentum here all right one down eight to go the second one here is your plot synopsis again according to imdb a newly engaged couple have a breakdown in an isolated area and must seek shelter at the bizarre residence of dr frank inferter rocky horror picture show Geiger, do you yeah, that is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, Jeff, there's no way Ice Scream Man is a real movie. You made that up. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are you Googling it? That's illegal. No, he's not Googling it. No, he's it's looking that's, at it saying that's, <laughs> that's one of the stupid. names that I was looking at. But yeah, that's Rocky Horror yeah. Picture Show. Actually, you are uh, both receiving a treat. Yeah. Because that is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Of course, the 1975 classic starring, I know, Cycling Mind. Oh, great soundtrack. And our- By the way, if you haven't seen this in a crowd, in a group, it's incredible. It's really uh, weird. It is a really weird movie, but if you go, it's immersive uh, viewing when you see it in a group and people are shouting throughout the whole movie. They'll bring things to throw. It's, it's actually a really fun experience. And of course, uh, Cycling and I, uh, that is our, uh, what is he, Long John Silver in the Muppet Treasure Island? Who does he play? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah he plays Long John. Yeah, is, is that he? the main character that cross-dresses? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. yeah, Tim Curry. And I actually forgot Susan Sarandon was in it. Emma Watson in, and I can't remember what movie. She She's in a play in the movie in that, and she's wearing, wearing a very scandalous outfit, and it is fantastic. Uh, I'm going to need you to send me that after. Yeah, so it's, oh, it's, it's pretty great. All right, one to one after our second uh, of nine houses we're stopping at. This All right, Geiger, you got to go first on this we're one. Not, we're not going to be picking first in the draft. Cool. <laughs> All right, let's go. Well, we don't know. We'll see. Try to get the playoffs now. All right, our third one. And again, if I say redacted, a word has been removed from it. So redacted returns once again to terrorize the redacted of the remaining redacted as well as as those of a young woman. I'll read it again. Redacted returns once again to terrorize the redacted of the remaining redacted as well as those of a young woman. I just couldn't keep those words in. It would have. It's one of the two. If I get this right, I have a better record than Cycle Sooner. So this is really big thing for me. I think it's Friday the Thirteenth. Jason lives. Uh, Which I'm, part is that? Just so people know. 
What? Part six, Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not that great at greedy. Uh, what is that? Greek numbers? But yeah, that's a five. And if the uh, and if the I is after the five, it's six. If it's before, it's four. Okay. Can can, can you? Sorry, I'm going to ask you. Can you say it one more time? Sure. I'm really. I'm and I apologize because again, there is a lot of the work. redacted is difficult. Yes. Correct. Just pretend <laughs> it's like uh, the Mitchell report. Yeah. <laughs> redacted. Re- you know all about this from legal terms. So of course. Yeah. You're used to seeing this. Redacted returns once again to terrorize the redacted of the remaining redacted, as well as those of a young woman. Okay, I'm gonna go different. I'll say Nightmare on Elm Street Four. What's the full title, please? Uh, Revenge. Uh, I don't oh. remember. I don't know. The Dream Master. I, yeah, I want you the to Dream read them Master because they're very stupid titles. <laughs> Dream <laughs> Master. Revenge of the Sith. I don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dream Master. That's right. So this is the first one we've had where uh, we, we have a difference in the points awarded. So for Geiger, it is a trick. Ooh. But for Cycli, it is a treat. That is a nightmare. Let's go. For the Dream Master. And here's the plot with the redacteds removed. Freddy Krueger returns once again to terrorize the dreams of the remaining dream warriors. Dreams. As well as those of the young I was thinking teens. And I initially thought Jason. But I wanted to go opposite of you. That was my motivation. Sounds like something Jason would do. Exactly. Instead of dreams, it was just stabbing. That was a good one. All right. Let's get it back here. Two to one. Yeah, you're still in this, dude. Let's go. I'll shake off the dirt and get back in there. I'm not scared. Walk it on. Put my chin strap back on. All right, number four. Here is your plot synopsis. Tommy Jarvis goes to the graveyard to get rid of Redacted. The killer once again seeks revenge, and Tommy may be the only one who can defeat him. Can you say that one more time? Yes. <laughs> and Cycle, hard you, you get to you get to guess first on this one. Since uh-huh. you got the last one right. Yeah. Tommy Jarvis goes to the graveyard to get rid of Redacted. The killer once again seeks revenge, and Tommy may be the only one who can defeat him. What? You don't know Tommy Jarvis, bro? <laughs> I'm looking at this list. Remember, wow. you, you have an extra piece of candy if you want to use it. I won't give you the hint until after Geiger guesses. Go. Ugh. You going to read it one more time? Yeah, one more time. I'm so sorry. I'm no, like, I'm sure the people at yeah. home. Are burning. What the fuck is this? Tommy Jarvis goes to the graveyard to get rid of Redacted. The killer once again seeks revenge, and Tommy may be the only one who can defeat him. I don't know what's so special about Tommy. Uh, okay, okay. That, that helps a little bit, I think. <laughs> um, <How>? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> so are you just... Cycle, you got your stalling. Sorry, here. sorry, I'm really stalling. I, I literally have no idea. Uh, the the last Friday, I have no idea. Friday final. The last wait, what? The, I, I think he's saying Friday thirteenth, the final the, chapter. The final chapter of Friday. Oh, I have no I, idea. See, I so Cycle has seen a lot of these, so I know it's none of the saws. It's it can't be nightmare. It's got to be Friday the thirteenth, and it can't. It, so one of them's. Part six, Jason Lives, which I just said, but I think it's Friday the Thirteenth, Part Three. Okay, so we're both going Friday. Wow! I don't know. I, was, I just pulled that out of my ass. Can you read the full title because I put them all in because they were stupid titles. Our, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Three. That's what it's called. Oh, it doesn't have a subtitle. No, I guess that not yet. Part, maybe you gotta be patient. They don't get subtitles till like eight. That's true. Well, for both have... of you, 
It is what? a trick. That's not surprising. What the hell is it? The correct answer is Friday the 13th, part six, Jason <laughs> Lives. What? What? Yeah. We got this. If I remember right, genre. In this one, the guy goes to the graveyard and, and he's like burying Jason and like literally lightning strikes and revives Jason. And he's oh. like, if you thought oh, he was unkillable that's before. That's what happens. I can't believe we both guessed the right genre, the like right <laughs> film, though. Yeah. Uh. We've all. Geiger, like, we've all been there, am I right? <laughs> all right, here we go. Number five. Again, it's two to one, Cycle. Cycle, you still have the board, meaning you have to go first. The plot synopsis to our fifth movie. This is basically halftime. Four young friends bound by a tragic accident are reunited when they find themselves being stalked by a hook-wielding maniac in their small seaside town. Am I first? Wait, no, I'm first. Can I, you say it one more time? That reunited makes yes. me... Four young friends bound yeah. by a tragic accident mm-hmm. are reunited when they find themselves being stalked by a hook-wielding maniac in their small seaside okay. town. I know what you did last summer. Okay. And Geiger, your guess. I'm nervous. Can though. you read it again? Yes. Four young friends bound by a tragic accident are reunited when they find themselves being stalked by a hook-wielding maniac in their small seaside town. Oh, that Ooh, reunited that re- I know. is fucking uh, me up. It might be the It was fucking me up, second. too. I didn't want to stall as I, I, I still. I'm going to go, I still know what you did last oh, summer. Because that nervous. reunited. I know, I was nervous about it. All right, we have a split here. Wow. <laughs> you have different answers. But I guess that implies one of you got it right. So for Geiger, it is a trick. Oh, <laughs> that's unlucky. It is the original. I know what you did. Uh, what last summer? I think in the movie they like stop being friends. Yes, after they they, that's right. And High they all kind of stop being friends. Well, it, it was like too traumatic. To the me. people in the car all reacted differently. There was the girl who like felt guilty about it. One of the guys who never wanted to talk about it again. I just maybe I think that's kind of what happened, right? It just sounds like petty bullshit. I saw it last year. It's yeah. a great movie. I it love that movie. Good. Yeah, that was like the late '90s scream, and all these you... movies were coming out. It was so much fun. What'd be fun, Jeff? Sorry to go off topic. What'd be fun is to like read some of our favorite movies. Like you read my the favorite, like you know my favorite movies. Plot synopsis. See if I can even get them. If oh, you take would... out the names and shit, I, mean, I bet I can. Yeah, this game has a ton of iterations. Yeah, I have to try out. Okay. And it's way harder. Know, Geiger, Vegas had you plus two and a half. So shit. You're still covering. Did you bet the over? <laughs> you know I. <laughs> you know I did. Like God damn it. I, but I gotta get I gotta get two on him here. All Shit. right, here we go. Number six. For now in the back half. Plot synopsis is paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse. I would say this is, in my opinion, probably the easiest one. So that means I'm probably gonna miss it for some reason, but I'm gonna say the conjuring. <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the conjuring. All right, The Conjuring is what they both say. And it is a treat for both Woo! of you. That is keep 2015. That Didn't help me at all, though. <laughs> you got to keep pace, though, man. It's like if I they guess, yeah. run, you got to get one on the bottom half, you know? Of course, starring Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. All right. This one will be fun. Number seven. <clears throat> According to IMDb, a psychiatrist familiar with knife-wielding demon redacted helps teens at a mental hospital batter the ki- battle the killer who is deemed redacted excuse me i read demon twice i'll read that again because i butchered it a psychiatrist familiar with knife wielding 
demon redacted helps teens at a mental hospital battle the killer who is redacted. So is it me? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the answer uh, because I, I think I just watched it. So like a few weeks ago. Um, so I, I, I don't know if Matt, you want me to go ahead and say it? And then <laughs> I feel pretty confident. Okay. Or do you, you want, are, I, mean, I'll say, honors. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know it too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street three, the dream warriors. Okay. And Geiger, what would you like to go with? Sorry, um, yeah, that's yeah. A Nightmare on Elm Street three, The Dream Warriors. The other one's called The Dream Master. I got yeah, okay. The Dream I was Master. Yeah. yeah, Dream Warriors. Big difference, dude. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> big difference. Big difference. Come on. It's like... There's some someone at home in their mom's basement. Um, huge fucking difference. <laughs> I almost read the wrong one. I'm like, we've already read that one. Okay, yeah, that one. But again, as long as it hasn't been used, it's still... yeah, it hasn't. The other one has. Yeah, the other one was yeah. So for both of you, obviously, since you have the same answer. It is a treat. Mm. That is a Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. Uh, Cycli, why did you watch that recently? <laughs> There's nothing else to do. Okay. Still indefensible. I'll just say, for early October, I'm kind of disappointed. Of there hasn't been many Halloween films on. No, <laughs> there really hasn't. It's frustrating. I haven't even seen Hocus Pocus on. Oh, no. Disney Plus, man. I know you're a big fan of Disney Plus. <laughs> I'll reread the plot synopsis without the redacted information. A psychiatrist familiar with knife-wielding demon Freddy Krueger helps teens in a mental hospital batter the killer who is invading their dreams. All right, so the score is one, two, three, four, five, There's two. There's not a Nightmare on Elm Street, Dreamweaver. <laughs> Dreamweaver. <laughs> That's the next one. It's going to come out soon. Five to three, Cycli leads Geiger oh, against Fred was Geiger, plus two and a half. Cycli, you still have the board. Here is the second to last. Wow. Plot synopsis is, on Halloween 1968, Stella and two of her friends meet a mysterious drifter, Ramon, and uncover a sinister notebook. I'll read it again. On Halloween 1968, Stella and her two friends meet a mysterious drifter, Ramon, and uncover a sinister notebook. I don't know if I know this one. Say one more time. I apologize. On Halloween 1968, Stella and her two friends meet a mysterious drifter, Ramon, and uncover a sinister notebook. Wow. Um, I'm going to go. I don't think this is it, but I don't know. Remember, you have your extra piece of candy you can still use. You know, yeah, I'll use that. Okay, so I'll let Geiger guess before I give you. Do you want, do you want the year or the top two build cast members? The year. Okay. Okay. I, since you said a sinister notebook and a notebook is something you read, I'm going to go scary stories you tell in the dark. Ah, nice. Okay. So that's your guess. I probably shouldn't say my thinking because then Cycle back. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that is a good point you made. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Cycle, you said you wanted the year? Yeah. Okay. The movie came out in 2019. Oh, wow. That's definitely not what I was thinking then. You know, just for the sake of it, I'm not going to copy you because I feel like that would be a little unfair at that point. Um, yeah, dick move. Yeah. Price is right type move. Where they you could I'm just going like to pass. I'm just going to pass. I'm going to take a trick. What? Wow. 
That's really weird. I don't. I don't uh, know. The other movies are like. I feel like I know the plots and at least some of them, and I can't on think of one five. I don't know. You know what? No, Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man. Yeah, I wish the plot to Ice Cream Man was that simple. Uh, Geiger got it right. It is scary it. stories to tell in the dark, and I'm, I'm glad you did. Baby, let's go. Ah, Ice Cream Man. I was like, I got so excited when I saw that that my list. I was like, wait a second, that has to be. And I'm glad you didn't pick the cast because the top two build cast members are. Zoe Margaret Coletti and Michael Garza. Oh, that would have been too obvious, man. I mean, right. very underrated actor. <laughs> <laughs> no one talks about him. It's a damn shame. Score now is name you movies he's in, but we don't have time, do we, Jeff? Let's just go. I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, we're we only have like forty minutes left. Uh, all right, it's five to four. Cycling wow. over Geiger uh, into the last one. I'm really hoping you guys kind of don't tie because I had no tiebreaker. Well, there's going to be a tiebreaker. You just got. <laughs> All right, this one has a pretty lengthy part in the middle of it that is redacted. It's probably one, two, three. It's about six words, just to have to let you know. So number nine in our final plot synopsis is the six words redacted to stalk two teens, Julie and Ray, at a posh island resort. So Man, the, <laughs> and six redacted words that I wish I could include, but I really can't, to stalk two teens, Julie and Ray, at a posh island resort. Good team save. Hey, you get to go first. In. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want Cycling to go first, and I'm gonna use uh, my lifeline or whatever the hell you call it. Okay. Cycling, you're up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to ask you to read it one more time, then. All right, the and then six redacted yeah. words again. I'm sorry, I had to take that money out, but it just would have given it away. To stalk two teens, Julie and Ray, at a posh island resort. I. Wow, I, this is really difficult. Um, and the words redacted have to do with the person doing the stalking. I don't think you know what I. I'm gonna go with my last answer again. I'm gonna say ice cream man. Can you pronounce it properly, please? Ice cream man. Thank you. Hey, of course, funny, yeah. <clears throat> so I can ask top build or year. I'll give you the top two build or the year the movie came out. It's up to you. Uh, I want the year. That was a mistake. The year is (laughs) 1998. Oh, no, I think I know it now. Shit. Oh, well. Um, I'll probably say I still know what you did last summer. Damn it. All right. I think he got it. Geiger got a treat. Cycli got a trick. The top build, of course, would have been Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. I I remember they went to an island. But I, yeah, I was hoping you'd teams. say 1992 because you have on here Candyman in parentheses 1992. So yeah. Like... <laughs> well, yeah, I forgot that the new one didn't actually come out this year, unfortunately. Oh, and God off. damn it, guys! This first ends of in... all, how do you not have Ice Cream Man as one of the answers? I thought, like, I thought it had to be an answer. So I so I thought of that one. I remembered that movie today at work, and I just added it to the list as a fun toy. Ah, well, you got me. So a five-five tie, really? Like, just throw one out there. You you have the list. Jeff's <laughs> just doing his bud ceiling shoulder shrug right now. I was like, well, <laughs> time to go on the next segment. I don't yeah, know. We'll, don't worry, we'll make the next All Star game really stupidly important. To make <laughs> it's like what? That does. Do you, do you have a coin next to you? You can flip it, and one of us can say heads or tails. I don't. Do one of you guys have a coin? Uh, we'll just we'll just fight to the death later, and we'll let yeah. people know what happened. Okay, cool. Remember, no. 
No going for the head or face area. What is he? Of course, of course. Of course, right. We're not animals. You don't have to mention that. All right. Well, that was our first game of trick or treat. I think that went pretty well. Did it? Less crying for me than a typical kind <laughs> of trick or treating. Damn it! I'm embarrassed. Yeah, you, you stepped your game up in the horror. I mean, I had you. You were a two and a half point dog. It was a backdoor cover, I, but it's a cover nonetheless. I'll have to say, I, I know you guys are way better at horror movies than I am, but. When it came to testing, like I could usually read a question and kind of figure out which two answers make the most sense, even if I didn't know anything about the subject. That's always been just a skill yeah. of mine. And I'll give Hornace that credit because uh, we both are love horror movies. He picked a lot of movies that I don't think, you know, I think he knew I probably haven't seen. So those are good. And I haven't seen pretty much any of them on this list. <laughs> for really. So yeah, you, you still get it. I mean, I think I could have got Saul uh, uh, the first. What one I think would be really fun is to do one where, like, Friday the Thirteenth, for example. I think there's like twelve of them. Let's just do a game with those where you have to match the plots and options. Well, congrats, Geiger. That was a good game. Thank you. Well played. Well played on both sides. All right, the second part of our show is called our protein shake, where we go around and talk about what is in our cup also known as what have we watched lately i have since it's been a while since we've potted i have five things but I'll only talk about really three of them and one of them likely you actually watched you told me to watch two of so. them i watched actually with you oh, well, nice. th- yeah looking at your list earlier the bottom one did you watch that because i know Geiger. yes mm-hmm. okay so we can save that one till the very end matt that's the yep. South Park in the mix special all right who wants to go first of you two because i have to go urinate matt you get the win so I'm going to give it to you. couple things. First off, I went to a movie theater. I had a beer, had my mask on in my recliner, and I went and saw Tenet. And dude, Tenet's fucking awesome. Don't ask me what Tenet's about. Um, I'm still looking at a lot of YouTube stuff to make sure. I left there. What would you say it's about? It's it's basically like (laughs) if if Christopher Nolan went to the studio and said, Hey, I want to do basically James Bond. You know how he did Batman? I want to do James Bond. It's pretty much what he did with Denzel Washington's uh, son, John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, who's phenomenal in this. I've actually never had a problem with Robert Pattinson. You know, he he's going to be a theme. I'm just going to tell everyone he's going to be a theme in this. Keep going. Okay. Never had a problem with him. He did Twilight. So what? Efron did. Uh, high school musical man you got to start somewhere and if i'm a young actor and you give me some stupid ass role where you're gonna pay me absolutely i'll do it to get my name fucking through the door let me tell you when he's on screen he's not like uh, i'm gonna go for nolan films i don't want to compare him to heath ledger but tom hardy in the dark knight rises he just commands your attention when he's on the screen he does a fucking phenomenal job job john david robinson john david washington sorry I'm not a fan of, I I like him. I love the series ballers. He's great in that. I just don't think this is his speed. I don't think he's a good enough actor to be in these. I mean, you got to think you're up against like Leo DiCaprio, Killian Murphy, Heath Ledger, Tom Hardy, and Christopher Nolan films. You know, I think this is more of a speed, you know, for Chadwick Boseman or, uh, I don't know, Michael B. Jordan or someone like that. I just don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's this. Yet. Maybe he can be someday. Just don't think he's this yet. Now, I will say one thing. This might have a better score than The Dark Knight. Wow. Now, The Dark Knight probably carries more weight because we're comic book nerds and we love that movie. But this score and also this opening scene, 
I wouldn't compare it to The Dark Knight, but I would compare it to The Dark Knight Rises, where it just grabs your attention. It's action-packed. The score is fucking awesome. And this is a... And I was talking to Jeff about this. Well, you know, what I, we don't really rate movies, but did I have a phenomenal time? Did I think this movie is good? Absolutely. I don't know if that's, you know, basically my first time back in a theater, and I just had so much fucking fun that I thought the movie is better than it was. But this is a very good movie, and actually I Googled, like you know, a lot of theories on it and it's very interesting. And it, it, you could do a couple sequels on this actually. And I, I don't know if Nolan's really never done sequels besides Batman, which he kind of had to, but if you guys want to definitely a movie you have to see in theaters, you just have to with the score and everything. It was a very fun theater experience. Uh, if you're scared to go to theater right now, you know, we live in, I, I live in Dallas and there wasn't too many people in the theater. And it was, I think opening weekend on a Saturday night, Go see this movie. It's very, very well done. And it was just fun to be back in the theater, man. Drinking That's beer. what I was going to ask. How, how nice cool. was that to feel normal for, I mean, you know, even you with wear, the mask on. You wear yeah. a mask, but I mean, theaters are, ch- you know, chill. So it's not like you're sweating your balls off or anything. So yeah, this is fucking fun as hell. I had, a, I had a great time. So Tenet, go see it in theaters. Also, Sorry, what man, I watched on the Eat Network is what to expect when you're expecting, which is about the book that all the women read when they're pregnant. Uh, my wife's Wait, pregnant right now. And this movie, I thought I kind of rolled my eyes. I'm like, dude, is this like Valentine's Day? And he's not that into you. These stupid at this movie is actually fucking hilarious. Um, basically the same cat, not the same cast, but the same concept where you got Cameron Diaz, Dennis Quaid, Jennifer Lopez, um, Elizabeth Smart, just a bunch of fucking people. But one of them, they have a dad's group where this one dad's going to be a new dad. So he joins the dad's group and all they do is Sorry, they Matt. have the fucking backpack and they have, you know, the stroller and shit. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who plays the, the main dad in it? I know you said Dennis Quaid is one of the fathers. Well, there's about 20 stories going on. So Dennis Quaid's one of the dads. Uh, Chris Rock is head of the dad's group. Okay, that's and then Thomas Lennon from Reno 911 is in the dad's group. Um, the guy who dates Holly from the office is in the dad's group, and they go to the park with all their kids, and they're exhausted. And they they have this one rule: there's no judging. You know, even if you left your kid and you forgot about him, no one's going to judge you. And Joe Maggianello works out at the park and always has his shirt off and shows him pictures of chicks he's banging and stuff. It's actually a really fucking funny movie. I, I was very surprised. I would watch it again. And I think you guys would probably get a kick out of it. I know Banner would. What year is it from? I think it's from like 2015, 16, something like oh, that. Nice. Probably about three or four years old. All right. Um, watch the NBA Finals. Um, I think they're pretty much fucking over, but I don't know. I, I love basketball, and especially, I mean, the World Series I'll watch. I think it'd be better. I like iconic teams. Um, not a fan of either of these teams, but if it's Dodgers, Yankees, that's fucking awesome. Lakers heat fucking love it. And you still got LeBron's old coach back there. Very fun to watch. I just love having sports back. Uh, the heat won without Bam out of bio. And then he came back and they fucking lost. I think LeBron's going to win this and you can say what you want, man, living in a bubble that long. I mean, it takes a mental strain on you. Um, you got to respect oh, yeah. what these athletes are doing right now. I, I, I know traveling takes a mental strain on you as well, especially if you're from LA to Miami, but just sitting there, not being able to really do anything and probably afraid to do something. Cause if you contract the virus, you can't fucking play very, very interesting. I mean, th- this will never be duplicated again. So 
don't care what political spectrum are. Just watch the fucking NBA finals. They're really fun to watch and watch the NBA, uh, MLB playoffs too. Can you imagine being without groupies for that long? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't imagine that. Yeah, I literally I mean, can't imagine that. First off, I got to close my eyes and imagine getting that much ass and then open them and pretend I didn't have that much. <laughs> no, ass. Matt, you're right. Cause I read stories that like the Houston Rockets and Clippers, their players were like having fucking mental breakdowns and well, it was, yeah, and it makes total sense. And we'll get into that probably a little bit. And South Park special <laughs> and the, the build a bear references. Uh, lastly, what I watched on Netflix, I, I about clicked on the new Adam Sandler thing that's for Halloween, but then I saw the trailer. So I clicked on Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> is there a better comedy sequel? Damn. If there is, I can't. It's better than the first one. And the first one's No, better. it's definitely better than the first one. I, I like the second Horrible Bosses, but it's not better than Ace Ventura 2. No. I, there, there's so many great things in this. I, the first one, I think I like better just because it's about the Miami Dolphins and the story is really interesting and stuff. But the second one... <laughs> When he goes to that tribe and they spit on him because they like him so much and shit, it's, it's a fucking great movie, man. This, it's uh, whenever I see it, I kind of forget it's a comedy sequel because so many of them have bombed, and that kind of wasn't a thing back then. I mean, Caddyshack had a second one, but not many people did a comedy sequel with the original guy. Usually, the guy's like, "No, I don't want to do a sequel," but probably the best comedy sequel ever. If you know a better one, comment and I'll probably watch it. But I, I think, and we should almost do a podcast once just on like hardest laughs ever at a movie but i think my three hardest movie laughs ever in no particular order are in tommy boy when he starts burning the toy cars during the presentation uh in wedding crashers when they have the quote-unquote two-hand touch football game yes and then in ace ventura 2 when he comes out of the rhino's ass rhinos. <laughs> oh, God. His, his, his little like the smallest fucking fan ever and it dies and he's like tapping it like come on you could ask Thurman, like, when we're golfing in August and it's hotter than shit in Texas, I'll be like, kind of hot in these rhinos. <laughs> like, <I> always say <laughs> that. He's, like, wiping sweat off of his brow because he knows he has to be in there for, like, another two and a half hours. Don't mind me, Mr. Quinn. I'm just a curious little rhino. He's, like, what am I up to? Moving it up and down. The way he sticks his hand out of its ass and starts moving. That was, like, Jim Carrey in his prime. Oh, my God. His physical acting and... Some of you kids probably haven't seen this, but uh, Three's Company, like John Ritter was probably, I always thought, the king of physical acting until like Jim Carrey came along. But Jim Carrey's physical acting is just on another fucking level. The scene in that movie where he tortures the guy by rubbing the knife and fork on the plate. (laughs) 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 That would get me. Then he touches his eyeball. He's like, my brother used to do that to me. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got until we're going to talk about the South Park uh, pandemic episode, but. I got to go see Tenet. I can't stress it enough. You'll have fun. Banner has to see it. One of the best scores I've heard in a really long time. I'm excited. I'll have to get up to it at some point soon. Cycling, what's in your cup? So, yeah, I know you and I share, we all share one, and you and I share two. So, I'll wait. I'll let you go. Um, I, you know, it's October. So, it's kind of getting in the Halloween theme. Uh, First, I'm going to go to Netflix. I I rewatched All of Stranger Things. I know they're doing a fourth season, filming a fourth season. Obviously, sadly, got delayed to COVID. Um, so we, we're going to get that a little later. I think it was supposed to be released around this time. But Stranger Things, to me, is still, um, in my opinion, is one of the best uh, shows that has come out on Netflix, original shows. Um, I mean... And that's a tough list to top. It, it's a tough list. To, there's a lot of good ones. Don't get me wrong. And, and I'm not saying it is the best, but it's definitely, it's definitely arguable. It's definitely at the top. Um, 
I mean, just I love those kind of movies and or shows in general, like, uh, you know, like kind of like Goonies or uh, the oh, my God, like, you know, just any kids adventure 80s based uh, and the kids actors are incredible. Um, it makes for a great show. And Winona Ryder is fantastic in it, too. It was a good comeback for her. So on the rewatch, it was held up just as well, if not enjoyed it more. So if you have never seen Stranger Things, I don't want to give anything away. Absolutely go watch it. It's a perfect Halloween uh, show. Um, I have also restarted The Haunting of Hill House. I think I've talked about that a couple times. I tried to get into that. Uh, maybe I'll give it another shot. But... You should. You should. It's, it's The character development they do in that show, because it's a little slow, makes because you and I have always felt the same way about supernatural versus like you know realistic horror um that that's one of the better supernatural I've ever seen because of the development they do bring out over the the growth of the show um by the like seventh eighth episodes I know like people get annoyed when you say that oh just stick to it stick with it it, it definitely does start out slow but is, it's worth um, it is love from season two in that show yes she you is. season yes. two sorry yes yes she is she have a main or yeah, she's one of the main characters, and she also plays a very fucked up person, just like she does in <laughs> season two. Uh, the reason I'm rewatching it is we're about to get the second one, The Haunting of Briar Hill or Mansion or something. Um, if they're not related, it's just another story that that's. But I've, the reviews are coming out; it's supposed to be amazing, so I just wanted to rewatch this one uh, as a build up. And then the other movie I recently just watched on Netflix was called The Devil All the Time. And um, yes, yeah, Tom Holland, Tom Holland, Robert Pattinson. Um, God, he's the in guy, fucking everything. The Robert guy Pattinson. who plays Dudley Dursley is in this movie. And I had no idea it was him until I read about the movie afterwards. And everyone was like, that was fucking Dudley Dursley. And Sorry, I had to go Dudley back. Dursley? Yeah, Dursley. Yeah. Who is and, that? Oh, you, oh, Harry Potter. It's uh, it's Harry Potter's stepbrother. Yeah, Duh. I didn't want to sound like an idiot on my own <laughs> podcast that I have about movies, but I want. I was about. I was like trying to find my phone. Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Where's Banner when you need him? Yeah. Uh, I need to tell him about it. But yeah, it's so. I, what, here's what I'll say about the movie without spoiling too much. I think it just came out. It it. First of all, I thought it was going to be a horror. It's absolutely not a horror. So don't go in expecting that. Um, the the name got me. Um, it kind of is like a love actually, but more of a thriller side of things where there's wow, multiple stories. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or uh, Crash. You guys remember Crash? Yes. Um, whereas like all these people are kind of intertwined and impacting each other, even though they don't really realize it. Um, it is a psychological thriller more like. Um, here's the problems I had with it. Um not long enough. I think it just needed to be a miniseries. There were so many characters and so many things going on with each character. They had no time to develop each one. They all deserved more screen time. They all deserved more depth. It came at a running time of like a little over two hours. So it's weird to say it needed to be longer. But the movie tried to do too much. Uh, it, the plot was fantastic. Like the story it's trying to tell is amazing. The performances, Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson are incredible. And to Matt, your point about Robert Pattinson... I, I immediately was so excited about him playing Batman when I was watching this movie because of how amazing his performance is. And after, like to, you said, tw do we need to go back and rewatch Twilight? Because as, as I know. You said, no. he, he like commands your attention. Yes. Like I've never seen anyone like Tom Hardy does that a lot for me. Like whenever he's on screen, he's like, Hey, put your beer down and stop texting. I'm going to act here for a second. I'm like, Oh, yeah. sorry. 
And I wanted Pattinson's him in like that too, but I, yeah. I need to go watch Twilight to see if he does it in that as well. <laughs> but everything I've seen him in since then, I'm like, oh, wait, like my wife, like, shut up for a second. I don't care about your day. Well, Robert Pattinson's acting. It shows you how talented he is that, I mean, every actor takes paycheck gigs. I'll never knock him for that. That's kind of been our thing, right? Like get your, yep. get your bag, but don't act like you're not getting your bag. You know, that's the only thing I get mad about, but Hollywood recognized like, all right, this is a teeny bopper like popcorn franchise but we see something here yeah he uh, he 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 is it was i remember my reaction when heath ledger got the joker role and i'm never going to try i'm not trying to compare them i'm just saying at that time i really hadn't seen heath ledger in a lot of serious roles you know i, I think i loved when he got cast you remember that? yeah i i loved knight's tale but like i was like how is he gonna monsters be the ball joker? was probably his most serious but he, he was like fourth build in that yeah and i hadn't seen brokeback mountain yet i hadn't you know i don't even know yeah. i think it was out yet but like you know I, I was really kind of confused about that casting and then in kind of the same way when he was announced as batman i'm like i mean okay but i guess i can see it but now i've seen and I'm, there's another movie i'm about to talk about i i'm on board i am so excited and so that's what i would say go watch the devil all the time it, it's worth the watch but i think you'll agree that it, it deserves more and you there's certain characters that you're like wait that's where where's their motivation because they were just on screen and they're off and they seemed like really important I think uh, it's based on a book, and maybe that might is, be part yeah. of the adaptation kind of loses something. Because in a book, yeah. you can flesh everyone out much to much uh, better. And from what I read online was the book does a better job of exactly that, exploring. And the well, cool thing about the movie is it's narrated by the guy who wrote the movie, wrote, wrote the book. Oh, um, cool. There's a narrator in it. And so, oh, nice. yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. But they, they jump around timelines, and there's people like... Yeah, go watch it. I recommend it, but go in with that expectation and, and you'll probably be more pleasantly surprised. Uh, last question. Does Tom Holland have his British accent or his Peter Parker accent? Uh, it's 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 closer to the Peter Parker, but he lives in like he's like from the West Virginia, Pennsylvania region. So oh he has. He, yeah, I will say Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson, a fan, fantastic job. Uh, Bill, I'm interested uh, to see that because I haven't seen Tom Holland like do, do that. Yes, it which I'm sure he's capable of, but he's just been like seen... Peter Parker, like fun roles, and then the Will Smith animated sidekick movie that Bane. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've all where seen those movies that pigeon, where he becomes a pigeon. Oh. We've all seen the movie that <laughs> performance really is better than the movie itself. I think that's this is one of those that yeah. you, you know you, it, it's worth to watch just for that. So every Tom Hardy movie ever got it. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I'm going to transition now into, um, if you don't know, again, I've talked about like Midsummer is one of my favorite movies, Hereditary uh, for horror movies. So the, these were developed by a company called A24. And A24 is really famous for just letting the filmmakers do what the fuck they want to do. They don't come in and, and check out what's happening on set. They don't try to change storyboards. And so I decided to watch a couple of those movies. Um, and, and I'll go like the, one of them again has Robert Pattinson in it. It's called the lighthouse. It's streaming on Amazon prime black and white with Willem Dafoe, right? Yeah. yeah. Black and white with Willem Dafoe set in the late 19th century. Um, and fucking holy shit again, Robert Pattinson. Just wow. Get Willem so, Dafoe too. Correct I mean, me if I'm wrong. The plot synopsis is basically like two lighthouse keepers are both like mm-hmm. kind of going insane because of isolation with each other. Yeah, it's very good movie to watch in term in COVID times. Um, it basically they're supposed to be there for a month, 
and there's a storm and they're they're there indefinitely. There's a lot of like allegories and metaphors, the Greek mythology and, um, and Poseidon. And um, this is not a fun movie. It's not a like it's not a scary movie either. It is a very long like two hours with just two people. It makes you the audience member feel like you're as isolated as they are. You're seeing them go through the same thing every day. So it's not one movie you're like, oh, I have nothing to do. I'll pick up and watch. It is, it is definitely a slow, slow burn. But again, kind of like the, the devil all the time, worth for their performances. And the cinematography is fantastic. I think it was nominated for an Oscar for that, too. So um, if you're okay with that kind of movie, <laughs> I recommend it. I don't know. I mean, if Robert Pattinson was isolated that long for a lighthouse, you think he could have done some fucking push-ups for Batman, you know? I think, it's the know. only thing that scares me about him in Batman. But honestly, you, most of that is just one shirtless workout scene. Other than that, you can't really tell if a person's in shape because the suit makes you look in shape. So, Well, I don't think he's out of shape. He's just, like, skinny. Yeah, I, I'm not saying, yeah. Like, I, can you break you a thug's weights a little bit, though. I need you to be able to snap a thug's arm very easily. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, the, I will tell you, you know how I believe all movies are correct, connected? And to your point, you could have done some push-ups. By the end of the movie, they're literally only eating alcohol. So, I mean, that probably has something to do with it. Like, huh. you can't really gain muscle mass anymore. Sounds like junior year of college. <laughs> yeah, so go go watch that if you, if you feel like torturing yourself. Is it streaming on anything? Yeah, Amazon Prime. Okay, awesome. And um, the last one, again, another A24 movie, also um, also streaming on Amazon Prime. It's called Neon Demon. Um, not quite a horror, but again, psychological. Um, Ella Fanning and Jenna Malone. Uh, Jenna Malone mm-hmm. is, I love her in Donnie Darko. I don't really see Fantastic. her that much. She's yeah. that mom. She, was, she had a uh, cut out right. How psychotic these women are in this industry. And she's 16 years old. She's supposed to lie, and she's 18 all these like 18 year old, 19 year old models like hate her. And it's, um, there's a lot to it. There's again, there's some cultish, which you see in a lot of A24. There's a lot of cult mm-hmm. uh, analogies to it. Um, some satanic stuff going involved. Again, the score and the cinematography is fucking incredible. It's hard to say exactly how I feel about the movie. It is worth a watch if you appreciate uniqueness and, and something that's just different from what you're used to. Um, but again, it's not for the faint of heart, especially the last 20, 30 minutes. What year is, is Neon Demon from? It's The title sounds really familiar. I, it's, I believe it's only two or one year old. I, oh. I, I believe it's pretty recent. I, I'm just interested in a studio that just lets the directors direct and not... Because honestly, I don't think I've ever seen a director's cut that I'm like, oh my God, I'm glad that the studio stepped in. Yeah, no, A20, <laughs> that's, like, that's their shtick. Is, that's what okay. they're getting famous for is... Letting the artists do what they want. I'm assuming, like, they're all much lower budgets, right? Like, the reason yeah. Warner Brothers freaks out is because they put up $200 million. Yep. And then they're like, what are you, what are you going to do with that, though? Yeah. They, they got my loyalty. How are to sure. sell this to Coca-Cola? Um, I don't <laughs> So when does Superman drink the Pepsi? What? He doesn't. Okay, well, that needs to be in there. Like, I'm more. sure there's going to be a day this changes. Like, you know, it, it just will happen. As they're getting bigger, um, I believe they did uncut gems. I, see, I would like them to do that because then if, say, someone has a problem with the movie, like, oh, that offends me, oh, that pisses me off, the st- all the studios say, hey, talk to the fucking director and the writer about it. Yeah. We have nothing to do with this. We just didn't. Yeah, yeah, we, just we don't even watch it. Yeah. these. Yeah, it I gives them, like, if no, you go look- you know, no, 
they can just mm-hmm. say fuck you pass the buck it's working for them I, I will tell you that like if you go look just google a24 movies like i said if you're the type of person like me that enjoys you know a little darker a little edgier it, it's it's fantastic again they're not straight horror films they're not just like slapstick or slasher films they they have a lot of depth to them nice. well i'm curious now cycle ari aster who wrote and directed hereditary and midsummer I wonder, I'm assuming his next project is probably with that studio, right? I haven't looked I really hope so. Yeah. I don't I even know really what it hope is. So. But Ari it's going to be fucked up. <laughs> you'll love this, Cycle. I listened to a podcast interview Ari Aster did right after Midsummer, and he said he has an idea for a project. He wasn't sure if it would be his next one, but it's about like this music festival, and it's like a kind of another cultish spin on like oh someone God. attending a music festival in it. <laughs> He's obsessed with cult. The best thing I ever saw about him, there was he did an AMA on Reddit. And the very top question was, are you okay? And he responded <laughs> with, he responded with, no, and nothing yeah. else. <laughs> it's fantastic. So that's what I've watched. Go, Robert Pattinson, I'm on board. Um, all right, a couple things. I watched a couple of these with you guys, but we don't have to talk about them too much. Uh, it actually is up now as of our recording of this, but Geiger and I did a movie commentary on Halloween H2O 20 years later. Geiger, Halloween anything? water. Yeah, get it? Because that's the <laughs> chemical compound for... Did oh, we, so uh, is, it, is it a miracle they weren't underwater at some time in the movie? <laughs> Do you think that someone at the studio was like, so is science or water involved? And they go, no, why would you think that? Well, just so you because... can breathe underwater, right? No. Well, not, no. Well, that's a, well, let's table that, though. Someone put that on the whiteboard because we will use that in a future one. But it's good. Revisit it with us, though. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah, I've we always joke. defended this movie. We joke, I loved it. And I didn't, I forgot that Michelle Williams was in it, obviously, along with Josh Hartnett. Yep. Um, the movie itself has an incredible ending. Obviously, the next Halloween fucks it up as best it can <laughs> but i thought this was legit like counting the new uh halloween movie that directed by david gordon green that came out a few years ago this is probably my third favorite halloween and wow the gap between this and four is probably pretty big so, i haven't seen this one in like in literally you need to watch it please years. watch it okay. before halloween you yeah, will think i will well. You look at the title and you're like, okay, that's fucking stupid. And watch then you the watch the first it. Halloween and then watch that one. You don't have to watch any of the others. You mean not Halloween three or whatever that has nothing to do with any other Halloween? Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. Yeah. No, you should that watch that doing... one just to, you know, have fun. <laughs> have a good time. Like, hey, can we just slap this title on it that has literally nothing to do with it? Of the Witch. There's um, not even a witch in it either. Like, yeah, that's true. It's just like math. Here. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Um, another thing I watched, I won't talk about it too much, but a little teaser for uh, Christmas. Brian Banner and I did a movie commentary on the classic Elf. Yes. And to sell you on listening to it, I have seen Elf probably 15 times in my life. Uh, Banner had never seen it prior to this what? watching. What? Oh, yeah, I knew that. How so do you like it? Uh, Spoiler. Just, I can't just a wait. little tease. A little tease. It is a roller coaster ride oh, in only banner fashion. He goes from fucking let's shut this shit off to like, why wasn't there a sequel to this? We need more. <laughs> to is he really going to eat that spaghetti with the syrup? Cycle, <laughs> what do you think of Elf? I love it. I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I like Elf, but I think people need to chill on Elf. Yes. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll agree story. with that. I'll agree it's with not that. Christmas vacation. It's not Home Alone. Yes. But hey, it's, you know, it's. You know, it's, it's a it's, good one. It's not a yeah. good one. 
Yeah, it's I'm not Hulk Hogan, Hogan, but it's Macho Man, and that's <laughs> it, still good. And but that's it's fine. Not, it's it not a, like top tier. It's not. It is a, it's I'm almost. A, it's a one time a year watch for me, for sure, around the holidays. Um, and not to totally bury the lead, but listen to the commentary because it really does fall apart the last twenty minutes when uh, the North Pole gets reincorporated. <laughs> yeah, and like, he has to. The Christmas spirit through Central Park and right, all that stuff yeah. is where it really loses me. It doesn't great cast though. Uh, James Caan, uh, Mary Steenburgen, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, Peter. Dinklage. Oh yeah, Peter Dinklage yeah. and uh, Zoe Deschanel. Right, I always thought that Zoe was like someone told me it was Katy and Perry. The who's the um the big black guy who's in Couples Retreat and all that? Yeah, I can't. The boss, uh, he's I, good. Kyle Gas and Andy Richter are the two writers, or like the guys, yeah. the marketing guys at his firm. I, I was glad it came out, though, because a great Christmas movie has not come out. In a I, while. I was like about that, to make that comment. Yeah. It's probably the best Christmas movie that's come out recently. In the new millennium. In, absolutely. Yeah, I will. Get I, that. I love yeah. a night before the night before. You know that. But I love Office Christmas Party. I think that one is very vastly underrated. It's fucking hilarious, actually. I, but... You and I just love T.J. Miller before he went to <laughs> fucking insane. We totally lost his shit. We could probably get him on pod now. I guarantee he has no money. <laughs> He'd be like, I'll come on if you'll give me like a five-minute segment where I can just apologize for like, I don't know, TJ. That's Yeah, man. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, a few other things real quick. I watched The Good Liar on HBO Max. I don't know if you guys saw this. Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren in it. <laughs> it's based on a book, and Ian McKellen is... I, Geiger, I think you'd really like this. Ian McKellen is like this con man who purposely meets Helen Mirren on like one of these like elderly people dating sites. She has like a, I can't remember how she has her wealth, but she's either like a famous author or like a really well esteemed professor at Oxford. And so he makes up like this whole fake backstory and approaches her. Um, and it's his goal is to try and like woo her and get into her will uh, since they're both widowed. And I won't spoil anything, but you find out along the way that uh, there are some other plans in motion uh, how long's the movie? An hour fifty, maybe. No, I, I need it to be at least five hours. I need all the after credit scenes where Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren and like Ian McKellen's in a fedora and they just talk about acting and how it was in the sixties. <laughs> like I would watch that all fucking day. Because those two are he's such a gentleman and she's such a lady. I just yeah. want to hear them talk about, you know, back in the day when people treated people with respect <laughs> and how acting used to be. Dude. Ian McKellen you... does have some great McKellenisms. Like their first date, he shows up and she goes, Oh, I was worried you were going to be late. And he goes, Not a day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say it's worth it? Because just by the cast, it sounds worth it. I think it's worth it. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but let me just say this the ending, there are some good twists. There's a couple twists where you're like, Didn't need that extra twist. But thank you, I think. Here's a twist on top of your twist. Right. You're like, okay, I didn't don't don't know if we needed that one. Doesn't ruin anything, but it's like Was a it M. Like, Night Shyamalan? It's like uh have you ever spent the night at a kid's house in like fifth grade and he just keeps asking, Are you having fun? You're like, Can you fucking relax? We have pizza and Mario Kart. I don't need you to keep checking in with me every thirty seconds. That's like kinda how the movie ends. But I think it's definitely worth a watch. And at, uh, Geiger and I are McKellen heads, so I love like I love me some McKellen, especially when he plays like an old stuffy, just like I I'm wise beyond my years, man. Yeah, you guys don't like Lord of the Rings. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get the fuck out.
I, I started audibly laughing, and my fiance is like, "What is funny about that?" But she goes, "I thought you were going to be late." <laughs> Damn my you life. think Helen ever read, like, not even a chapter, a page of one of those books? He doesn't read the book of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh no, he was a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He actually read the books. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the original Gandalf was supposed to go to Christopher Lee, but Christopher Lee was too old at that point, so they made him. Um, but he's still in the movie. Sauron. Yeah, but he had a lot, you know, a character that didn't have as much to do. It's like, I just don't yeah, know if I have the strength. The last to thing we Gandalf. want get off the gray looking is old, you know. <laughs> Chris really, he's like, no, it's fine. Like, no, no, you're too old. Let's get me and McKill. Like, what? <laughs> you're too like old. Ozzie Smith. He's like, I can DH, but I just don't know if I can play shortstop anymore. I just don't know. I can't flip. I don't know. <laughs> if you're too old to play Gandalf the gray, you're dead. <laughs> like, and even that, maybe you could do it. One other one I watched. Oh, my God. Both you guys are going to want to check this one out. Hour 21 minutes on Netflix. True crime documentary. Fucking, I'm a pig and sloth when these things come out. This is the one I watched that I told you, yeah. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, then let's talk about it. Because I know you watched the other one, too, on my list. Mm-hmm. I watched um, it, too. Yep. An American Murder, The Family Next Door. Geiger, woo! You're going to love this one. God. First off... Cycle, before we get into the plot, and Gaga, we'll try not to spoil it for you, our listeners, but the thing I loved about this, first documentary I've ever seen that is mm-hmm. composed entirely of police footage because they got all the body cam footage. All of it. It was, okay. the, the way it was filmed made it everything. The, they have every body cam investigating everyone involved with the disappearance. Every, uh... All inter- her Facebook videos. Yeah. So all Geiger, the cameras. Geiger, the story is this girl named, and this is already going to sell you, S-A, her name is S-H-A-N-N-A-N. How do you think you pronounce that? S-H-A-N-N-A-N. I thought it was O-N at the end. Shauna? (laughs) Well, you would think Shannon, but it's Shannon. Okay. Caucasian woman living in, where are they, Minneapolis? Uh, Colorado, I thought. Uh, that's right. Same thing. Okay. And <laughs> she has the idyllic life, Matt. She has two beautiful young daughters, a husband who works out all the time. Uh, she works for Cycle. They didn't say it explicitly, but it sounded like it's a- it's it is. I looked it up. It's multi-level marketing. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say <laughs> she's definitely they just, yeah. They described it. They described it as like a. Uh, how do they sales? They always say sales. It's uh, <laughs> and I just remember going, okay, bro. Yeah, she's just like a chick that does sales marketing. That's kind of yeah. hot. Okay. Yeah, and she returns home one night. She actually gets back from a business trip pretty late. Her friend drops her off at like one thirty in the morning, and she's never heard from again. And her husband works on an oil rig site, I believe. So he goes to work at like five in the morning, and he gets a call at like noon. The next day saying that she missed her a doctor's appointment that she had, I think, at 10. Huh. And things move quick. Like, Cycli, correct me if I'm wrong, but the whole case is basically solved within less than 72 hours, right? Yeah, it's like three days. Yep. So it's the case wild. is solved. Yes. It's yeah, solved. it's solved. <laughs> but I kind of like remember solved about like this. you guys. It was big it? news. Yeah, yeah. I won't it, tell it, you what they find, but everything is tied up. Okay, I will right. say I did I did recall like I didn't when the when the started watching the documentary maybe you were the same way I I it about 20 30 minutes in I started remembering the actual story because it was definitely headline news it definitely was news all over the country when it happened so cuz it is it's fucking when, tragic. when did this happen what like 
2015. Yeah, three, three, two years ago. Not okay. long ago. Yeah, I, I don't. Maybe I'll remember it. I don't ever really watch news, but my sports station does a news segment, and they'll like say like weird shit sometimes yeah, like this. So. It, it's pretty wild, and by the end of it, you're gonna be, you know. I, it's, I want you to speak for yourself. I was just, you know, even though I knew it at the end, I was just so angry, like how disgusting and people are and humans can be. And they do a good job because they set up uh, quite a few different angles that seem viable. Like, I won't name any of the people again to spoil it, but they set up like probably three possible scenarios of what happened. Mm -hmm. And then obviously everything resolves itself in the end. But you're like, you know what? Any one of these is viable. Like any one of these could have been what happened. Also, just advice out there, even though... um, you know, not trying, not trying to say anything, but fucking lawyer up, just lawyer up. Yeah, whoever you are, don't talk to the, the lawyer up without <laughs> always. When in doubt, lawyer up. I'm just always gonna say that. Okay, like that was infuriating. I hate when people though, say I don't need a lawyer because I have nothing to hide. I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. I, I say, uh, so you believe you that there's not one innocent person in prison? Yeah. Like, if, no, if you want to live in that world, go ahead. But the, they don't. They don't care. It's up. They always say it's up to the lawyers and the courts to decide. They're not on your side. Not that they, I'm not talking about this specific situation. I'm just talking about in general. This movie brings up that factor of like, wow, you are dumb. You are really dumb for real. And I, uh, I, I'm guessing this just came out because mm-hmm. Netflix knows how fucked up I am. And usually, when there's a new true crime doc, yeah. they're like, Net- Netflix. I mean, like we talked about Social Lima a couple weeks ago um, on an episode, but Netflix knows is like, hey, Geiger might like this because this will make him not trust anyone and not want to leave his house. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I would. Netflix, please. Yeah, and for me. They're like, hey, so something fucked up happened in the small <laughs> town. I'm like, just stop and play the damn thing. Okay? <laughs> I get it. Quit talking about it. I was like, the runtime, like again, like it was short, but because of the content, it doesn't feel like it, it's it, it's well worth the watch. I mean, it's all hour and twenty minutes of it is pretty nonstop. And it's good because again, they give you enough to theorize on everything. But unlike making a murder, which obviously like we're living through the process the legal process and obviously the investigative process although that's probably not happening anymore uh this one has a clear-cut resolution you know the ending like everything is figured out Mm -hmm. what happened to her where she went all this stuff who was complicit so that part too just as a viewer and also as someone who like a citizen of earth you know seeing things resolve themselves is always a little bit netflix has stepped up their game drunk talk i just want to have a drunk idea real quick i just fucking came up with this drunk matt's moments around uh march 16th is when um they like well march 13th i think is when they shut the nba down and we like shut the country down stuff so this is like one of the biggest things in our country's history i think it needs to be a holiday i think every like march 16th for a week we should have basically a pandemic week where no one goes to work and everything's shut down and then netflix just drops like so much fucking shit that damn I love yeah, it. Let's just imagine Jeff, like it. how much potting we get done. It was like, it's pandemic <laughs> week. No one's going to work. Nothing's open besides grocery stores and gas stations. And basically I mean, it's almost like you need Dude. to shut down air like airports too, where you just have to stay home and you just watch Netflix and drink and fucking barbecue and be around your family. Well, and you could turn it into a big monetary thing too, like delivery places. We could, we could say, Hey, everyone order from a delivery place twice this week. You yes. know, I love it. Like, Make a pact. We That's a great drunk that. bat be, Make make a negative into a positive. That's what we do on this podcast. It's a beautiful thing. After all right. Last thing I watched. Do a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> last thing I watched before we all talk about the one we watched together. Cycle, you watched this too. Is a 
Class Action Park, the documentary oh, yeah. on HBO Max. Matt, have you seen the trailer for this? I don't. I I don't have HBO Max. Okay. I do, but I haven't signed up for it yet. I think I actually get it for free, but I haven't signed up. You need to get on it because the good liars on it and this. So I I do, yeah. The premise is it. uh, Action Park was this theme park in New Jersey in like the late 1980s, early 1990s, and they just didn't give a fuck about like any safety regulations. (laughs) That was kind of their like appeal, right? Like, come here, you might get hurt because we don't really (laughs) shit on our on our rides. And the movie just gets into, like, how crazy the place was. It was, like, working at the golf course in Caddyshack. Like, the employees and, like, the drug use and the parties and, like, how wild the theme park was. And then it gets into the opposite side of it. Like, the owner is this insane uh, millionaire tycoon who literally, like, fucks with the local government constantly to keep this place open. Makes up his own insurance company that isn't even real (laughs) to prove he has insurance. (laughs) Uh, and then obviously some tragic things happen at the park too. But uh, Cycle, you watched this before me. What do you, so it's been probably a month or two maybe. But what do you remember yeah. about Class Action Park? Yeah, same thing. It was just kind of like I think you and I said last time we talked about it was um, it was just I think I told you it was definitely one of the places that we would have probably gone to if we were teenagers because they market it like that. You want to be cool. Like all everyone went and it was you want to get hurt almost. It was like a bragging point. Like they even talk about, you know, they talk to actors now who, who remember, you know, growing up in the New York area who had went and they said they would talk about like, yeah, you got a scar. You always bragged about it. And it, it, the way it ends, obviously, you know, we, you laugh about the silliness of it, the the regulations of it. And then it, you know, makes, has a little turn on you um, to the seriousness of actually what went down. And it's, it, it was really good. I mean, it was really well done. Uh, it was, again, short. Like, I think it's easy to watch and has that 80s, 90s nostalgia and then um, kind of heartbreaking at points. Yeah, it was an interesting look at like kind of the latchkey kids era where it was like p- kids would leave in the morning. The parents would never know where they were. And then they would probably just come home yep. at supper time. You know, like that was sort of what uh, Action Park, I think, embodied. And the, I mean, one of the most genius titles I've ever heard of in class action park. <laughs> As a lawyer, you have to appreciate Dude, that. Dude, and honestly, like how awesome, you know, the part, the, the people who work there, all the teenagers, because this was literally run by teenagers. I mean, right. the parties they would have when they closed, I'm like, you know, we would have had to be there. It was just like, you can't fault these kids for being kids. You just wish there were some actual, you know, governing bodies who could have made it a little safer <laughs> so Geiger, they, there was a legend like at the closing of the park each year like the last day they were allowed to be open until like it got too cold they would have obviously just like an epic fucking rager and <laughs> the old employees now that are like 40 or 50 telling like stories of this party and shit that would happen you're just like dude there's no fucking way. That <laughs> how many people got it who got pregnant at these parties yeah like and now disney world like you gotta look a certain way and you gotta act a certain way and all this shit right so i, I think you'd like it and again as is, i always enjoy with the documentary it's a quick in and out hour 15 hour 20 minutes so all right last thing we all watched matt you want to lead it off i think you watched this thing first i did and i've been excited about this i actually told all the bros on the pod um the whole time this all this 2020 stuff has happened, I'm like, when is South Park coming out? Now, I was very excited about this pandemic episode. I like this pandemic episode. At the end, I'm disappointed. I thought this was the first of the season. I didn't think it was just a one-off. I guess pandemic I didn't... special, Matt. 
<laughs> but I but there's no more. I like when's the new season coming out? We haven't got a new season of South Park for a really long time. Yeah, it's weird because they do normally come out in October. Um, and I know they did get renewed for two more. Let's be real. South Park's going to be on till we're dead because it's too well, yeah, easy to make. But I, I thought this was the first episode. Anyway, so uh, let's let's talk about the episode. Um, I liked it. Now, in 2020, there's so much shit going on. And everyone, depending on you know your life situation or whatever happens, has one thing that you're like, I want to see South Park make fun of this you're probably going to be disappointed because they touch on everything. Very briefly, though, I felt like, right? Yes, like, well, because, I mean, Jeff, in an hour, you can't touch on everything that happened. They bumped it from half an hour to an hour. They, I, mean, I don't know how you would even try to do this in half an hour. Like, that's what I wanted this to be, like a four-parter where you just hit on one thing, like, each time, because usually they just pick one thing and hammer it to the ground. This is more of a Family Guy episode where we're going to touch on something, go to the next thing. Touch on something, go to the next thing. However, I I enjoyed it a ton. I I loved Cartman taking advantage of it. Because oh um, I, I feel... Pretending you know, his camera's freezing. Yeah, because I mean, that's <laughs> that so fantastic. true. Because during a lot of times, I mean, people in the pandemic are telling you to stay home. And some of them are because they want to care for their loved ones. And some of them are like, dude, I kind of like my life because my commute sucks. You know, I... Now I can go to Walmart during the day because my boss isn't right there in the cubicle next to me and stuff. Um, I liked that they killed Token. I liked that the cops were teachers and then went back. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Butter's speech was probably my favorite fucking thing when he was talking about, it was March 16th. I was going to go to Build-A-Bear. <laughs> he said it was April. Then it was, and it's fucking October. I'm still, what the hell am I going to Hardest build? I laugh the whole episode is when Jimmy goes, but, but build a base by appointment only. And no yes. more than a body size of four. <laughs> He's memorized the commercials. Uh, I thought, I, I mean, they did a good job, man. I thought, I thought they, uh, did what they usually do. They weren't leaning toward one way or the other. They're just oh, making fun everything. of, I, 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 <laughs> As a South Park fan, I was really surprised they said to go out and vote at the end because they've never done that before. Um, like, that's the one thing I was just, I'm like, dude, I, I just want you to make fun of shit. I don't, you know, want you to do that. They broke the fourth wall, which is very interesting. I've never seen them do that before. Um, but other than that, man, I thought it was fantastic. Just disappointed. I thought I was, I thought this was the beginning of like a 12 episode season, but this is it. They could have sucks. done a whole season on this. Maybe they were just like, I don't know if we really want to do that deep of a time. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Cycli? Yeah, I, I would. I, okay, I think I came in with a little too high of expectations because it is South Park, and you know, I kind of think again they they needed more time. I thought it was going to be more of a season. I knew it wasn't by the time I watched it, but the way South Park does everything, or, or just Trey and Matt, like you know, whether it's the South Park movies or Team America or the Book of Mormon. I mean, they are just fantastic. And I think my expectations were so high for this that I was cracking up and laughing and I loved it, but I was a little disappointed in the end. I think it was almost, we didn't get enough. It was almost too short. Um, it was moving on really quickly. Um, and so that's that's really what I'll say. I mean, you guys already hit on the, the best point. I think I for me, the to token, get, uh, token getting shot by the cops <laughs> was so he wasn't even in the conversation and they only shoot him yeah. and, they only shoot, and they're like got him and uh god it was it was too real but it was like fuck you know they, if anyone's gonna do it it's gonna be south park and uh yeah fucking loved it i loved all the marijuana stuff and i mean it got over the top like south park does but i think for me at the end of it it either needed to be longer or 
if you're gonna do it shorter, just just have it be a mini series. We didn't even talk about Randy and Mickey Mouse. Oh that my was god, brilliant too. That they was they actually tied it in to, to China, they, which yeah. was brilliant. Which was so well done. Funniest part for me was at the end when the cops get their guns back and the guitar riff starts in the background. It was a Motley Crue "Kickstart My Heart," which was fucking awesome. Kickstart my heart. <laughs> and then they're driving down tanks like fuck yeah down the street. As well. <laughs> I agree with Matt though. Um, I think it did what South Park does so well is. We're obviously in a very politically divisive climate, and South Park says, look, we're going to show everyone that you need to laugh at yourself. Because I think Matt Stone and Trey Parker have said in multiple interviews, they're like, what is your political stance on? And they go, dude, politics are so dumb. Like, we just make fun of everyone. And they really have. Like, that's why we were all so mad when Isaac Hayes left, because he had no problem making fun of every other religion easily. And then when it came time, Scientology's turn to step up to the plate, he was offended by it, right? And I think this is what we needed in this time. I'm with you guys, though. Like, there's South Park almost... I bet the conversation was... The hardest part was, like, what do we exclude from this? Because with their comedic sensibility and what's happened in the world the past eight months, it's like, there's almost too much here, right? It's like, how do we... You could even take one small part of what we've gone through and make that an entire episode. Can Um, I say one thing if we're in a safe place? I guess. Are we getting tired of Tegrity Weed? Like, I like Randy episodes, but, like, it seems like it's Randy seasons now. I think he's, yeah. like, Quagmire. He's he doesn't best need as to a be the star character. every time. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and that's why I wonder, like, I, I, again, I don't know the details of when their next season comes out, what the renewal is. But, obviously, the show is sort of infamous for how quick they can turn around a season. Like, they could do a 20-episode season in probably two months. Um and write it and, and get it edited and made. So I don't know what the plans are, but um, it did make me realize how much I miss South Park. And it, it's I'm not going to say it's appointment viewing for me because I think Matt's a, a better at like keeping up with the... Like the last season, I only saw a couple episodes. Um, but every time I watch the show, man, I'm like, this is hilarious. And now, it is an incredibly acquired taste. Like my fiance got through 10 minutes of it and once Randy was having sex with a bat. She was like, right, <laughs> and I was like, I get that. I get it. <laughs> but I'm in. But that's how AIDS started. So they like tied that in, which is fucking great. There, there's so much. There's, it's weird that this show, if you watch season one, it just started off as like a Simpsons, but X rated. And now it's basically like a political, like a uh, pop culture phenomenon. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. Whenever you see something, it's like, this is so stupid. I can't believe the world's this stupid. I can't wait for South Park to show how stupid it is. But that's why it will last for forever because that's all the show is now. Yes, I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to like downgrade it. I'm just, that's literally, it's just going to be commenting on everything happening. So why end it when it's so easy and cheap to make? Um, I also do love, and this has been like a great comedic trope of South Park for probably the last decade or so. But it is funny when like, obviously the kids like Kyle, Stan, Cartman, <clears throat> Kenny Butters, all of them, they speak and deal with like adult scenarios, but it's so funny when they revert back to being like third graders. Like when they're at Build a Bear dealing with really serious Love shit, and they them. keep saying, like, we actually need employee assistance for this. Struggled with the bear, filling the filling was so great. And Butters Carbon like, six feet stick, too. That was oh fucking God, great. That was so great. That was fucking incredible. <laughs> I'm so excited to go to Skit. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, why don't we get all? We need a season. I, I'm with you, Matt. We need a we need a whole season of that. There's just so much more meat on that bone. Like they they could do a whole season just on 2020, and we still have fucking like three months left. What else are they doing? There's nothing else to do, right? I don't know. Season. I I I I thought that this would just be the start of the season of 2020. They, yeah. I mean, they Jeff, they could do a whole episode on a mur- on the murder hornet. Yeah, and that was like one week. Tiger King hasn't even been touched. Tiger King hasn't been mentioned. There's so much fucking shit. Think about what they would do with Carol Baskin. Trump getting coronavirus. Like, yeah, they missed that by a week. There's so much shit they can do, and And they can literally do it the day of. They've done that before. They've like literally added something from the night before into their shows. Like, I love how the way to get a hold of Mr. Garrison is Stan pretends he's Mr. Slave. (laughs) (laughs) He gets right through. Mr. Slave, and let him through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else you guys? I don't understand why Garrison's Trump. I, there was I, a, they developed that through a couple seasons, and they like yeah, there was the yeah, whole yeah, they like, did, but I don't stuff. understand the connection because Garrison's not like a rich, you know, I, like because Hillary, they just had Hillary. Obama, they just had Obama. I, I don't know if Trump would. They've they've him. said before that Trump is too easy. Like it's okay, not fun all right, doing okay. Trump as gotcha. Trump because it's literally just like he is he, hard to he make makes fun, fun of himself. Yeah, because he because makes he fun is of himself or he is a character. So yeah. I remember I called an interview with them saying, like, how do you do Trump? He already is, is a caricature of whatever true, it could yeah. be. So he would be what a South Park would do to someone, but he's you know I'll just so, say, like, yeah. as a fan of old school Saturday Night Live, like anything Alec Baldwin does, I'm just like, this isn't that good because Trump is just funny on his fucking own the way he does stuff. It, it's not like Bush or Obama or Clinton or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It is true. Is, I remember the Hillary Clinton episode where she has like a nuclear bomb in her vagina. The snook. Snook in her sniz. Snook in her sniz. All right. Anything you guys want to touch on or mention before we move on to the last part of our show? No. Perfect. Matt, did you have a question you want to ask since Brian isn't here? Uh, do you even live, bro? <laughs> we have to do our be- next man up, you know, when he's not here. Sorry, Jared us- Stidham taking snaps now. Yeah, fucking with one day of prep. What am I supposed to do? That brings us to the question and answer part of our show called Do You Even Lift, Bruh? Where we leave you with a question that we want to discuss. And today, Halloween is upon us, and usually costumes are dominated by hit movies from the year that resonated with people. But because of obvious reasons, that will not really be happening this year. So I want to ask both you guys, and I kind of asked Matt this off the top, but if you had to go to a party this year and were forced to drink and have fun with people, what would you go dressed as? Cycli, any any ideas that have been floating through your head? you got to get a little more creative this year than in years past. Wow. I I did not even think about this. Maybe... um... Maybe like a sexy vaccine, you know, and I can go around asking people if they want to be penetrated or something like that. That's good. Can you I just say chick to do that, though? Do I? Do I? <laughs> I guess not. What what uh, girl is doing the penetration? Can I just area? say anything Tiger King this year is like the like Matt? It was like Harley Quinn two years ago. It's like the two. yeah, like, don't do that. You can't. Well, because th- so much has happened in 2020 anyway. It feels like it was five years ago. You're like, what? You're still on the Tiger King, dude? Come on. That's true. Geiger, how about you? What are you, what are you going as? See, I always like to ruffle feathers on Halloween. So <laughs> you asked, so I'm going to tell you. Um, 
one, I mean, dude, I mean, right now, current events, what are we, a couple weeks away? Just go as Mike Pence with a huge fly on your fucking head <laughs> would be fucking awesome. Um, I would probably head. get a But, like, robe. way too big. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like, way too big. Way too big. Head. You're, like, banging into people. Um, <laughs> I'd probably get a blue robe and a wig and douse it in water and draw wrinkles on my face and go as Nancy Pelosi. That'd be interesting. Okay. Uh, well, but also... <laughs> I thought you just said you can't cross dress though. This one's yeah, hell. Jeff. This one's too soon, but um, oh, I mean, you could go as Kobe with like bags oh, packed, no. like you're going on a. No, I love Kobe. You asked me this question. I'm Mister. Denver deals with me all the time. You're basically South Park. You're like, I'll say it. I'll go there. But I, Matt would even be at the party, me. like. You gotta ha- have about ten people laugh at you and eight people just look at you in total fucking disgust. That's a great costume. Matt would be at the party like, "Look, I'm wearing it," and even I think it's fucked up. You, I, you'd be, you'd be lucky. It's 2020. Everyone's like, "Look, this is our only social outing." If it wasn't, I beat the shit out of you. But since it's my only time to go have a good time, you're fine. You could, you, know what I, you, could you could, you could put a mask on, um, on your dick and go up to chicks and be like, "Hey, can I cover your face with this?" That'd be a good one. <laughs> That's pretty good. So I had written down an answer, but I changed my mind. I think this is the year to go as something that uh, just reminds us of simpler times, but act like it's current. I want to go as Left Shark from the Katy Perry series. Oh, I love Left Shark. <laughs> and then I'll be like, what? Is this not? What did something happen this year that's more current than this? You want to be? You should just go as the Hanging Chad at this point. What a sad commentary in our social <laughs> attention span. <laughs> I'll go as left shark cycle. You go as hanging Chad. I love it. I'm so in for that. Geiger cycle. And I once went as Halloween as a uh, Siamese twins. We had sewn a shirt together, <laughs> which <laughs> really the bathroom not, was. Yeah. I was going to say really did not think that through at a college party. <laughs> did, uh, did one of you meet a chick and the other one's friend didn't like you? And you're like, dude, we got to cut this apart. Cause I'm no, we, we just continued. We just, we had no yeah. choice. Back, yeah. back to like, Jeff's bedroom. It, was, it would it was be like real life. I told her like, look, if you can't accept my twin who cannot be surgically removed from me, then I don't really think there's anything else. I, I just read a book, you know, it's fine. My best is probably, I went as macho man. I had slim gyms, but like literally at seven o'clock when we we're having dinner as macho man, I stayed in character the entire night. <laughs> How like you have destroyed to. was your throat the next day trying to It talk hurt about really it. bad. <laughs> Especially then, I smoked some of the uh, devil's lettuce, if you know what I mean, too, that night. So didn't help. Awesome. I think I've actually seen uh, pictures of you in that costume and it's yeah, right. you went you no expense was spared. Oh yeah. Cowboy <laughs> had I had the uh, chaps that cowboys wear, but I put them around my shoulders for the tassels. And you cut up the shirt too, right? Isn't that wasn't that kind of his thing? It was like cutting yeah. up either the he, like, sleeve cut off or the, the back of his shirt. Had macho on there. Had spandex. Uh, ladies, the uh, junk wasn't all me. It's a couple tube socks <laughs> in there. So what? You know? Yeah, I mean, if we're not crimping, uh, what are we even doing? You know, that's always that. to be fast. You know, girls don't go wearing a push-up, man. Just act like it is there. Whatever. Yeah, you're a marketing major. That's what we do. <laughs> Jesus. All right, guys, before we leave the people for episode 129, what do we want to, what are our parting thoughts? Cycle, you can go first. Just just wear a mask so we can end this shit, please. At Halloween, we mean. At Halloween. I don't no, no, your, no other day. I don't want to see your ugly face, is what I'm saying. Tim. Geiger, how about you? I always say to freeze your eggs, and Banner always says to move over for emergency vehicles. But you know what's fucked up, Jeff? Is if we started this pod 
four years ago, if one of us just said, wash your hands, we would have been able God to trademark it. that one. It made a shit ton of money. Go back in time and tell people to wash their Fuck. fucking hands. The most concerning part is when people say like, now I wash my hands. Like, well, what were you doing before after wiping your ass and then eating the all you can eat shrimp at Golden Corral? <laughs> Smell your fingers like Tommy Boy from the gas station. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. For legal counsel, Ronnie Cycling, our enforcer in the paint, Matt Geiger. I'm the mayor, Jeff Hornacek, and we are the Bro Four Squad podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Happy Halloween, although I'm sure we'll talk to you again. Before then, follow us on Twitter at Bro Four Squad. If you type in Bro Four Squad as three separate words on Letterboxd, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you can find us there and check out our website and the soon to drop. Ronnie Cycling Squad blog, although it might be out by the time you're listening to this, on our website at broforsquad.com. Until next time, we'll see you out there trick or treating. And if you get an extra Kit Kat, put aside for me. What if uh, quarantine week was during March Madness too? Be fucking odd. That'd be kick ass, bro. No, no, no. It'd be kick ass, bro. <laughs> well, it was originally, except it got canceled. So yeah. of the OG one was <laughs> the original quarantine week. <laughs> the OG one. <laughs> That one was no fun. It's like-